Do you remember the Tide Pod or the Cinnamon Challenge that went floating viral across the web? What about the more sinister Blue Whale or the Slender Man challenges that encourage children to do sinister, dangerous acts? These are all internet urban legends targeted at children, urging them to perform terrifying and sometimes dangerous tasks. These strange challenges incite panic among parents and the public who worry about the influence and potential tragic endings that might follow from such a trend. But the creepiest story of them all is the myth of Momo. So turn off your screens and listen close, y'all, because this one will have you terrified about what might be lurking behind your screen. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your local evidence expert, firm believer in all things spooky. And I'm Eleanor. I'm a perpetual skeptic, but I'm here to be terrified, just like you guys. Together we're the Gruesome Twosome, where we will dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, we are so excited to have you along for the ride, especially for this one. Listen, I love all of our topics, but this one is a doozy because we're talking about something that has caused like mass takedowns across the internet. Just people's content being literally removed from online as recently as like yesterday. Ooh. Very, very fascinating why the internet is so scared of Momo and what Momo even is. We're going to dive deep into this episode. But Eleanor, to start with, have you ever seen the Momo statue? Are you like familiar with this trend? Do you know of Momo? A little bit. So I remember when Momo went viral on Twitter and then I just never heard of it again. But I did a little little ding myself on this story. And apparently there's like so much more to Momo than just being a viral topic on Twitter for a day. And it's much more insidious than I would have anticipated. So I am excited. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. If we're looking at the origin of Momo, Momo, quote unquote, itself, the photo of this art piece, this was a statue and some have called it Mother Bird. Others have called it Bird Lady and it has quite the story behind it. So we'll try to explain it lightly here, but research into all of this if you're interested because Momo itself, such a a fascinating statue with a lot of stuff behind it. The artist's name is Keisuke Iso, and he created this figure, the bird woman. Essentially, it was the spirit of a woman in Japanese folk tales who had died during childbirth and passerbys would see a spirit carrying a child and the spirit would try to hand them the child. Like the spirit would try to say, here, please take this child before disappearing. 
This was featured in the Tokyo Horror Art Vanilla Gallery, where it was displayed, and the images of it began to really circulate in 2016. I think it's hard to describe her in words, but uh, the best description I can give is it's, it's very much the ring, the stringy black hair, the very creepy, just horror movie, kind of tropey hair face. And then you turn around and it's bulging bug eyes like nothing I've ever seen. She has crazy pronounced like cheekbones, like her face looks very gaunt, large eyes with no eyelashes and no eyelids that are just perpetually open, a very wide, creepy smile. And if you are scanning over her looking for some sense of normalcy, at the bottom, you're going to find that instead of arms, uh, she has two bird legs. It is so hyper-realistic that there, it is nearly indistinguishable from what a living creature would look like if it was this exaggerated. The eyes are huge. The hair is stringy. It looks like a horror monster, but it also looks real. So it makes sense that people were afraid of this. But how did that virality begin? Because I just remember seeing a picture on Twitter and suddenly everybody was talking about it. My friend Rainbot actually posted a YouTube explanation. The Momo challenge started as this mysterious singular WhatsApp phone number. What that phone number was, who we were talking to, nobody knows to this day because once again, no proof. Now, if you texted this number, you would get obscene, inappropriate, and rude messages back. So once this had started, there were people popping up pretending to be Momo on WhatsApp. When you say it was on WhatsApp, what was actually happening in the messages? Basically, users who were posing as Momo or Momo itself or however you want to look at it were going to children, how they were finding children's numbers. I'm genuinely not sure, but they were messaging these kids and encouraging them to take part in dangerous or risky or scary acts. So the Momo challenge is like adults pressuring kids into pretending to be Momo, pressuring kids into doing stuff. Yes. Okay. Knowing the accounts of these kids, which I think, you know, we could get into the validity of that. We have some specific examples to look at, again, ranging in terms of how serious what happened was. According to the Buenos Aires Times, the first supposed account of this Momo challenge was in 2018 in Argentina, where a 12-year-old girl took her own life, and authorities had to investigate whether or not it was linked to the WhatsApp Momo challenge. Now, she took a video of herself, and they believe it was going to be uploaded for the challenge, which is really scary and sick and sad. There was no evidence that it was linked to Momo. I think it was just because this thing was starting to pop off and basically Argentinian authorities linking this case to a little girl, you know, her death to Momo. This caused like mass hysteria. And I think that this is really where the Momo virality began. So then, according to a Mirror UK article in November of 2018, a dad of a 14-year-old boy in France filed a complaint against WhatsApp and YouTube after he thought his son's death was linked to Momo because his son's Facebook had a picture of Momo and he was Googling before he passed what might happen to him if he didn't listen to Momo. It's so hard to talk about because they're just objectively so sad, but I also just... Like, because of what little information we have, justifiably, it's so difficult to even think that this is 
beginning to be linked to Momo in any way, right? Am I crazy for saying that? Like, if you have a picture of a meme on your Facebook and then like you might be Googling it because of the meme. <laughs> With the kid Googling, I would assume that this was linked more to Momo than the, the Argentinian case because like the kid was Googling what would happen to him if he didn't listen to Momo. But the father says that that happened. I'm guessing that they went through search results, but then there's no evidence of Momo talking to this child. No screenshots of videos, no WhatsApp, you know? I also think every kid was afraid of Momo at this time. So I think that was probably a pretty popular Google search just across the board since that was the challenge. <laughs> like, what happens if you don't listen to Momo? I don't know. It's really sad either way, but it, it's so strange that there's no evidence of any of this existing online anywhere. Not a single video of Momo telling, like, does Momo even have a voice? Have we heard Momo's voice? No, we haven't. So we don't even know what these kids, like when they say that Momo's telling them to do things, like, you know what I mean? It's just so weird. Yeah, especially because there is just no trace of it. It's weird. I wonder if it really was so just dangerous to, like, you know, in the media that it was all just taken down in like one foul swoop and just never re-uploaded. I don't know. It is weird though. The last story that I have for you is luckily much lighter, although still very sad. In February of 2019, I found this article from The Sun about a five-year-old girl in the UK cutting her hair off after being instructed by Momo uh, to do so on a YouTube video that she was supposedly watching. Now, she cuts her hair off. Her mother, of course, finds her and is like, "What? why did you cut your hair off, child? I mean, we've all done that at some point in our life, right? Just kind of like taking this <laughs> like- every three months. That's right. <laughs> I uh, I chopped bangs when my mom and my dad were away from home one time and they came home and they stared at my uneven bangs and they just went back to unloading groceries. They never acknowledged it. <laughs> oh, that's so much worse. <laughs> this girl was only five. So, you know, much more of like a serious kind of thing that a five-year-old was dealing with scissors and cutting her own hair. So her mother's like, why did you do this? And the kid is like, Momo told me to. Now, she even gave her mother a very sinister warning, a message from Momo saying, best keep one eye open when you're sleeping. Momo told her to cut her hair, then give her mother the message. YouTube even had to put out a statement after this uh, because this child was claiming like Momo said to do this in a YouTube video that she watched. So YouTube said, we don't have any evidence of this ever existing. And also it would be in complete violation of terms of service. Like it would have gone down immediately, but we we don't, I swear it doesn't exist is basically what YouTube's saying. This is an interesting one because a five-year-old, I mean, kids do lie. Like kids are actually like pathological liars, right? Little kids, but not about stuff like this. This is so outlandish and specific. I just don't feel like a five-year-old would be able to come up with this on their own. Mm -hmm. Like this very much seems like something that an adult would cook up to tell a child to do, to like be terrible themselves. I just don't feel like a barely past toddler could have done this autonomously. But at the same time, it seems so bold for YouTube to release a statement saying this video never existed, essentially saying it's a lie. And I mean, we have no evidence to the contrary. There is not a single video online anywhere of Momo even speaking. So how like, I believe a five-year-old inherently, because why would a five-year-old lie? But also how were all of these wiped from the internet entirely? It just seems unlikely, right? 
Well, I mean, it seems like the internet takes Momo hyper seriously. It's just like, how did we get here? How did we get from someone creating a horror sculpture based off of a terribly sad Japanese folk legend to children cutting their hair off? Finding screenshots and evidence of this happening is nearly impossible. Rain even goes on to say, Rainbot in her video, people are claiming what Momo is and what Momo does, but not that many people have actually interacted with the supposed account. Finding screenshots of interactions with Momo is nearly impossible, and you'd think there would be much more for such a supposedly widespread thing. I think it makes a lot of sense. This was Slenderman. There was no evidence of like Slenderman, like talking to kids on YouTube, but kids were still really afraid of Slenderman and what Slenderman would do because there's this hysteria that accumulates with like a bunch of 10 year olds. You put them in a room and they're all afraid of the same thing and they're gonna talk about it all day. And they're gonna talk about it with their classmates. And then all of a sudden everybody on the freaking East Coast knows this thing about Slenderman or Momo. And then it's like a whole thing, right? With kids especially, word of mouth just really works. There's specifically an article from The Atlantic discussing moral panic, where a lot of these challenges, like the Momo challenge, the Blue Whale challenge, they follow a really similar pattern. One, local news station overstates a dangerous trend. Two, parents flock to social media to spread the word and say, don't let your children do this. But in turn, they are spreading the word about what it is even more to other parents who are learning, then they're telling their children, hey, don't do this thing. And then the kids are like, ooh, what thing? And then they start researching. They start asking their friends about it. And the hysteria begins. The cycle goes on. Most notably in 2019, Kim Kardashian West posted an Instagram story asking her followers to pressure YouTube to take down anything related to Momo. And YouTube ended up having to release a public statement to People Magazine saying, contrary to press reports, we've not received any recent evidence of videos showing or promoting the Momo challenge on YouTube. Content of this kind would be in violation of our policies and removed immediately. And I can speak from personal experience. I tried to cover the Momo challenge and my video was blacklisted from searches. It was immediately demonetized and age restricted Essentially, after that, my channel took a huge hit. My views dropped significantly after this video. My AdSense rates dropped. And I was kind of like asking around. I was like, guys, you know, to my peers, has anyone else experienced this? And they were like, yeah, in this current stage, at least YouTube was kind of like penalizing channels who had age restricted videos. So I deleted the Momo video and everything went back to normal. Mm -hmm. And this is something that even happened so recently. There was a TikTok video. An influencer posted a video with Momo in it, just like as a joke. And it was immediately up for review by TikTok and then deleted. So here is where I'm sitting right now. Momo as an entity of like people, I assume there probably were adults talking to kids on WhatsApp. That happens anyway. Really, unfortunately, WhatsApp is kind of a somewhat dangerous app for like underage people. 
right? Because you can talk to anybody. I believe that that was definitely happening because this was a phenomenon. And I think it's a possibility for sure that like you have bad people in the world. I'm sure people were trying to take advantage and every kid seemingly like across the globe was scared of Momo for a couple weeks. However, the other two kids, did they ever reference a YouTube video or was it only the girl who cut her hair that referenced a YouTube video? Because if we can attribute all of this to WhatsApp conversations with Momo, then I can entirely see how this would have been. I mean, who knows how many adults heard about this and were pretending to be this creature to be nefarious. I think that's a distinct possibility. I almost think it's an inevitability. However, I don't think YouTube would have made such an intense statement, especially with your personal anecdote about what happened to you, if the case was not that Momo videos really were being taken down immediately as soon as they were uploaded. There's no evidence. It could be that so many people were uploading them that these kids saw them and then they were taken down after. Or it could be that obviously like kids are kids. There's this sense of mass hysteria. Everybody wants to have seen Momo or thinks they saw Momo. And so many people are talking about it that Kim Kardashian is now referencing Momo, but that on YouTube, Momo never actually existed. Do we think that people were really pretending to be this thing on WhatsApp, uploading videos with Momo jump scares in the middle? Do we think Momo was real at all? Or do we fully think this was just a hoax? You know, I, I kind of think it's both. Like Momo the statue exists. So it's it's not like a digitally altered photo. Like that is a real thing that exists. I honestly think any adult that looked at that would know that it wasn't paranormal because it's like, it's a picture. Yeah. Like it looks like a picture that somebody took of something that I immediately assumed was art because it looked like something they were like proud of making, right? Yeah, like displayed, like propped up, like very clearly an art piece. Exactly. I wouldn't say it's a hoax because obviously like thousands, if not millions of kids were afraid of this thing. So it's not like, you know, it was being reported on and that it wasn't happening. I think the reality of the situation that kids were scared and potentially doing bad things based off like WhatsApp instructions is 100% a viable reality of what happened with this statue. I think the idea of all these YouTube videos with jump scares and like Momo speaking to them and all that probably didn't happen. I would wager that this was like a phenomenon across every elementary and middle school for a month and that every kid in every elementary school and middle school said they saw a video with Momo, but that they probably didn't really exist. The idea that so a person, I mean, I guess if you believe it's paranormal, maybe not so, but a person had to upload a YouTube video and that then like this, and these pixels, these literal pixels on a computer exist only for like tiny children eyes. That's hard for me to believe. I am so here for paranormal explanations for a lot of things and I am open to believing in them. However, when it comes to this kind of like digital stuff, I'm always inclined to believe it's just a person uploading these types of things on the internet. You know what I mean? I think if there are ghosts or demons or scary things, they're probably not messing around on the web. And I think it's very likely that these kids really did get caught up in the Momo craze. And when they were telling their parents, no, I really did see Momo, like they believe it. All their, all their friends are talking about Momo. They've seen Momo pictures everywhere. I think it's a possibility that like these kids convinced themselves in mass across schools, across the world, that this Momo thing was real. Nobody wanted to be left out. Everybody was seeing Momo. Every five-year-old was telling their mom about how they were seeing Momo. And these parents were probably like, what the hell are you talking about? But I don't think it was paranormal. 
that's pretty much where I'm at. We're 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 between a rock, which is uh, is Momo a paranormal virus floating through the internet, infecting the computers of children where only they can see it, or is this mass hysteria caused perhaps even by parents sort of planting this seed in their children's head when they're trying to find an explanation or a reason, like why are their kids acting like this? You know, what is it? It's so weird to think about the parents that wanted to protect their kids so hard from Momo could have literally started this whole thing by trying to find a reason. So do you mean you think like parents were justifying their kids acting out because there was this viral trend that was going around? I almost wonder if the parents began the viral trend to begin with, if this even makes any sense. That's what I mean, that like like parents look to Momo as justification, not necessarily that they like started the trend, but that when their kids are misbehaving or when something like really tragic happens, if they see evidence of Momo, it's all snowballed. If you Google it, you probably hear about all these things that their kids are doing. I doubt most parents think it's paranormal or that it's an entity, but I think a lot of them probably do realize this, you know, could have potentially affected their kids. And I'm sure that they did see content with Momo floating around the internet. This is probably in the height of like, you remember those videos that kept going viral from like YouTubers who, it was all made for kids, who claimed to be calling like Santa Claus at 2 a.m. or something. Like, I'm sure that there was one calling Momo and Momo did something in that video that was like made up by a content creator to scare kids because that's like what those channels are all about. I, I think that the legend probably evolved with time. What Momo did, what Momo said, what Momo was. We want to know what you guys think. So please tag us with your thoughts at hashtag gruesome twosome all over the interwebs. We will be looking at your responses to figure out Momo a little bit further. Thank you all so much for listening. We are your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved diving into the world of internet urban legends with you. You can find all episodes of Internet Urban Legends for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, Ed Simpson, Brent Montgomery from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Michael Motion. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, John Cohen, and Kristen Acevedo. It is associate produced by Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Emma Gladstone and Kyle Dearborn. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, aka The Gruesome Twosome. Mm-hmm.